Hello and welcome back to the Hypocritic Podcast. My name is Nick. I'm Steven. And I'm Trent. And we're just a couple high school buddies that like to talk shop about movies. We've been doing this for, what, a couple months now, boys. What, what episode is this, Steven? This is uh, 38, definitely uh, more than a couple months. <laughs> and the Hypocritic Podcast, because we are hypocritical critics, oh, yeah. we try to get the best information out to you guys as much as possible, but... Um, you know, sometimes we mess up. Compadres without credentials, hypocritical critics take the title seriously because we don't know what we're talking about half the time. Mm -hmm. We just think of these interesting things that we research off the movies that we love mm -hmm. and it just makes for a good conversation and if you could throw us five stars in a review on that platform it's going to really help us out we appreciate that and today we got a collab pick a collaborative pick collaborative, collaborative pick Nick sorry <clears throat> got a little out of hand there uh, yeah, what was that? Nick, what do you got for us? I today? think we were on to something. So <laughs> this one was a little bit tough. Obviously, we're, what, December 19th here. We're about a week away from Christmas. So this was our right. collab Christmas pick. And you guys already did The Grinch last year, which I was a little bit jealous of. I wasn't a part of that one. Um, Trent's right. pick, great pick. Steven, Steven did not want to do Elf. And we Let's were we there. were torn no. between... Oh, I was down for Elf. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, it was Nick. Nick didn't want to do Nick, Elf. Nick, you didn't want to do Elf? Uh, compared to these other two that we were deciding on, I didn't want to do Elf. Yeah, because we were also deciding on Christmas Story, which in my opinion, I wanted to do. Yeah. We've was, also done I four Christmases Christmas in the past. Story. Great movie. And didn't we do another Christmas movie? Or was this just the Grinch and Four Christmas that we did last mm, year? We probably did another one, but it's... Either, either way, um, yeah, we did. Uh, we've done a couple Christmas movies. This one we had to collaborate with, and uh, Trent was not moving on a Christmas. He was story. unwavering. He's never fully seen it, and he's a hypocritical critic. We will get him either this uh, Christmas or next Christmas. I don't know if I'll budge on that. But Nick, what did we decide? So on? yeah, we decided to move forward with Home Alone. Just a classic. Home yeah. Alone. Classic yeah. childhood movie. Home Alone. I remember watching this movie at a at a very young age when I was afraid of burglars and I was like this kid is so fucking cool. He's got all these traps. He's playing chess, not checkers. Yeah, this this man is this oh, man yeah, is he, ahead I, of his time. I'm pretty sure I've seen this movie the most times of most of yeah, any movie. I, I kind of had that Register, oh, really? Yeah, that registering. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin, Joe Pesci, repeat yeah, actor. Yeah, Joe Pesci. It's so crazy seeing Joe Pesci in this kind of movie. Yeah. Because he's usually just always cussing up a storm and yeah. Goodfellas yeah. and just countless movies that he's just kind of crazy in. And then you see him in this movie and it's like, oh yeah, fucking forget Joe Pesci's in this I movie. I heard uh, something, this is a quick quick sidebar, but that Joe Pesci usually cusses in all his movies and to not do that in this movie, he had to do the freaking Oh, I think you told me that before. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that before. I think you might have said, but, um, said that before. Nick, you got anything else for us? No, yeah, we're. I think we're ready to, to dive into this this classic, Hop this in. Christmas Hop classic. In. Feliz Navidad, baby. Christmas classic. And here we are. Home Alone. Welcome back. Here Christmas we are. 2020 coming up to the New Year's. We're going to launch this podcast. It's going to be some good times, boys. Very soon, yeah. That's right. You guys yeah. enjoying the holiday season? Nick? Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't complain. I've got the uh, place to myself for five weeks. Rachel's back in Atlanta, so I've just been... Wow, that's a long time. ...chilling with Rusty, time. and yeah, it is a long time. Uh, went snowboarding this morning, which was fun. 
Oh, nice. And uh, so it felt good to get up like 5.30, you know, get there at like 8, do like seven runs, come home by like noon. I made a uh, a little like stew as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. And yeah. Nice. Pump for the pod. What have what you guys been up to? You're driving up to Bethesda? Yeah. Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, uh, for those that don't know, Hagerstown is like to the left oh, of Baltimore as well as Washington, D.C. and Bethesda, which you're referring to. But everything's been going well. I mean, work, I'm straight up just taking the next three week, two weeks off. Nice. I haven't, mm-hmm. um, it's been awesome. And then uh, Monday and Tuesday are Lauren's parents' B days. Wednesday, I go to Charlotte to see Barrick. Thursday is Christmas Eve. I'll be in Hagerstown, Maryland. Friday, I'll be basically like seeing Ryan probably in Virginia. Oh, um, nice. You're going to Virginia? Um, well, he, he's like right there, basically. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And then I'll probably check out DC. Um, but I, And then I don't even know what I'm doing for the New Year's, but I mean, I'm, I'm excited for the next couple of weeks. A lot, lot to look yeah. forward to. What about you, Steven? You um, enjoying Just the holidays? Just been working. Yeah, enjoying these holidays. We got my sister's wedding coming up on new it's year's busy season for you yeah new it year's. is busy season for you yeah busy season for me for sure but she, we got her wedding coming up so um i just recently got a suit and everything for that it's going to be nice so nice. that's going to be on where's um, that one at i know you said it's a destination wedding no it's actually not so they completely changed the the plan on it because of uh covid, COVID wedding obviously so yeah, bummer. they're doing a cool like they just rented a a really, really nice Airbnb. They're mm-hmm. having like a really small, I think it's only going to be like 15 people, mm-hmm. including me, Courtney, and Braylon. So nice. It's going to be really small, like kind of close knit. But uh, we have this like, the, they have this like restaurant we're going to go to and everything. So it's going to be really nice and uh, just kind of, you know, COVID. Yeah. COVID wedding. COVID wedding. Yeah. Uh-huh. I got you. But it'll be nice. So that'll be New Year's Eve. And then. New Year's Day, obviously, I'll be uh, launching this podcast. <laughs> and um, yeah. just, yeah, enjoying it. Uh, we got Christmas coming up. And um, I love Christmas. Favorite time of the year. I know. You always say that. You love this I, time. I love I loved this whole time of the year. And then I'll, I, you know, after Christmas, it's like, oh, now the holidays are I know, just gone. And then it's like January. Yeah. You guys got New Year's resolutions or no? Uh, not really. I never, I never really think about a it's New Year's resolution. It's coming up. Yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a basic Pinterest girl. Oh, yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm do just you, kidding. There are uh, normal you, people. Uh, there are normal people who have resolutions, but I, I, resolutions, I, I typically, uh, I, I don't do them as much. But and I am a basic Pinterest girl too. At the same same damn time, I, <laughs> I like Molly. I like White. Very good. Very good. Yeah, I was just looking up a recipe earlier on a very similar app to, to Pinterest. So maybe Ooh. that was me. Like, Pinterest my, is not a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was insecurity. Me projecting so, myself. So, uh, Home Alone, when did you guys watch it? Recently? Yep. Just last night. And uh, then yeah, I watched Sunday it day, actually. yesterday. So you split it up, Steven? Yeah, I'd actually watched it like last, uh, just last week or something like that, which was interesting. We went ahead and picked it and I was like, I got to watch it again and kind of put the subtitles on and really Braylon's too young it. to see this movie, right? She doesn't really grasp yeah. it like she would have Frozen or something. She like just that. likes animation movies. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Colorful, I was wondering vibrant, what that age is music. where it's like, you watch this movie and you're like engaged in it because you're probably a little bit older. You, you, because I, as a kid, loved yeah. this movie as a kid myself. But if you're like in yeah. that one and a half, two range, right? It could freak you out too if you're watching this at like a young age. True. Like yeah. that's a very, that's a very real thing for a lot of kids between the age of like three to like 
eight, you know, where they're like afraid of being robbed or, you know, burglars and stuff. Like I remember being at that age, always thinking like I heard sounds in my house and somebody was breaking in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good segue. Like that, so. That's a good segue to what the movie's about then. Nick, why don't you give us that yeah. five minute plot? Um, you got 15 minutes for this it's plot, be, right? That's yeah, I'm capping you at 15 minutes. Yeah, we're giving you a cap. These like guys. More than it's gonna get. It's gonna be short and sweet this week. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, obviously most of us have seen the movie, but for anybody living under a rock who hasn't seen this movie, um, <laughs> so this movie's about uh, eight-year-old Kevin McAllister, who's played by Macaulay Culkin, um, who basically is with his family the the night before. Uh, his family is is flying to Paris for Christmas and uh, he gets in trouble the night before his mom makes him sleep in the attic and they're basically so rushed to leave for the airport the next day because they overslept that they accidentally, yeah, when they're on their way to Perry that they leave Kevin there on, on accident. And uh, the movie is basically about the mom and the, the family realizing that they left the kid at home and trying to like frantically fly back to take care of them. Meanwhile, uh, there's like these two burglars, one's played by Kevin or um, Joe Pesci who are trying to break into Kevin's house because it's like the nicest house on the the block. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, Macaulay Culkin is just this like devilish little kid who knows how to like rig up a bunch of science experiments to take care of these guys. And it's just, it's really <laughs> cool. I, I, again, like I remember as a kid watching this movie, having an imagination and watching this kid, like he plotted out every little spot that they were going to come in. And what is like his little defense was, you know, when they broke in and then once they came up the stairs, very clever, um, but yeah, anyways, very clever. And what was interesting is he was very innovative with just like basic household items. Like there was nothing in there. The thing that he put over the, the door handle that was like red hot that was unusual but maybe if you see or your dad has torch. something like that who has a blowtorch like when he lights his hair on fire oh, yeah. <laughs> i know that was crazy or who he, knows how to use that a could have easily burned down the entire yeah. house but um no it was yeah the, there was a couple things in there that but like the paint cans and putting the uh ornaments at the base of the window, window so when yeah he comes also in, how he had so much rope. He had like, remember when he ties the rope <laughs> to the tree house? I'm like, where do you get like 50 yards of rope? He did a, he, he did a straight zip line to the tree. That was tight with a bicycle, like a uh, handlebar. Yeah, he was an innovative little guy, man. He yeah, was going to be a serious engineer. Oh yeah. He's like a MacGyver. Oh, for sure. A prodigy engineer. <laughs> yeah. And he was so adorable too. He was just like a stinking cute little kid. Like oh, I still yeah. watch that movie to this day and I'm like, God, he's like, such a relatable kid. And again, like at that age, I was very much getting in trouble with my mom a lot. A brat. His mom reminded me, <laughs> I was kind of a brat, 100%. And his, his mom kind of reminded me of my mom, like when I would get in trouble, the way that like she punished him and made him like go upstairs and took away, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. But, anyways, yeah, I just could relate to this movie a lot growing up. Yeah, I could too. I mean, it came out in the 90s. We were right, we were primed for this movie. Oh, yeah. Right when we yeah. were like... This was our childhood movie. This was our childhood movie for sure. Um, yeah. I think we should hop into that Stats and Facts. What do you say, Nick? Let's do it. Stats and Facts. Is that Stats and Facts? Stats and Facts on stats Home facts. Alone. Casa Alone. Home Alone. 
Macaulay Culkin. That's right. Drop some knowledge on us, Nick. Yeah, Nick, drop some knowledge. All right, Home Alone, 1990, uh, rated PG. It's a Camely, uh, and and that's a comedy family. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> crickets. Nick, you gotta you gotta set the joke up first. Crickets. No, that is. <laughs> it was a heady joke. It's, it was a heady you, joke. Uh, you had to like it. really know your genres to pick it up but it's fine not everyone's right not everyone's gonna but 1990 to the year that. before i was born 91 yeah 90 i thought that was interesting what um what year were you born 92 90 dose and the nick nick's 90 dose as well so that's interesting it was right i mean just a year before us but i feel like when we were kids we were wa- when we were older we were watching this i think it i mean yeah that's true i mean we must but have it, been but this was it's not smash. like it went away you know like i i remember watching home alone yeah, three and home alone because i don't know the dates on home alone two and home alone three but i actually really like those movies as well so those probably came out when we were growing up and then home alone one i like those movies also home alone three in particular i don't really remember home alone two the new york one i don't remember that one that much oh i, I like that one but too the three i like the third one the third one's the third kind one's of good. Three was a spinoff like, without macaulay culkin yeah it's really good it, though it's it's actually really good it is it's actually yeah it's i do good. like it a lot and it's got a good like story it's really realistic or a more realistic kind of storyline in my yeah. opinion but. i like his like his uh smart radio car thing that he uses in home alone 3 he's got like a camera oh, on i know a, that car is so he's cool. got a camera on rc car trend and he like spies on the like russian oh i remember he that. drives his yeah he drives that. it around and like he's he's got the chip that's like some crazy chip that was inside of this rc car that he gets we're not talking about that movie, but shout out Home Alone three. Yeah, <laughs> well, we'll t- we'll figure out. We the might have to do Home Alone director in the cast. We might have to do Home Alone two or three in the future. Just I to think if you do a trilogy it, or more, and it's the third one is good, I think you're doing a good job. Just like yeah. Back to the Future, another movie similar to Harry Potter that I really want to choose soon. I'm just worried because it's going to be like a while before we get to the other ones. But I suppose I suppose not. I'm kind of. Um, losing all my my main four my hard four picks, so mm. I think maybe now I can start throwing in a Harry Potter, a Back to the Future. And right. You probably we'll, should. We'll we'll add on to those. Nick, um, I don't want to jump the gun, but can you give us the box office? I got a stat on that. Well, I was also going to say before I get into that, uh, hour and forty three minutes, pretty good length True. for a comedy. I'd say I'd, I'd say if it's oh, over two hour, two hours, that's a little bit long for a comedy like this. Uh, comedy, yeah. And then regarding reviews, we got 7.6 out of 10 on IMDb, 66% Rotten Tomatoes, 63% Metacritic, and then mm. 94% Google users. So, Wow, so the critics did not age well for the critics out there. The um, Interesting. But the Google yeah. users are usually pretty accurate for the most part. But uh, and then Nick, give us box that box office. office was $477 million. Okay, so Home Alone was a Guinness World Record holder for more than 25 years. Topped the box office. Really? Um, for 25 years? It maintained its number one spot for a full 12 weeks and remained in the top 10 until June of the following year. Repeat those numbers. It was $466 million box office. And, Do you know the budget? Um, I didn't have it up in front of me, but give me one not, second. Not too important oh, for the 15, budget. But the, um, 15 million? What a profit, dude. Oh, my gosh. 15 million, but you said 466? 466 on 15 million. And think about this being like there wasn't a lot of 
That was a half CGI a billion, or, you know, th- this is just like a good, wholesome movie. It's not like there's a lot of special effects or, you know, anything crazy. But also take into consideration that it's a Christmas movie. And I know that um, Avatar released around Christmas time, I believe. I think I remember going to see it with my cousins. We were down there for Christmas. And yeah, it, it was just really, I think it was like one of those weekends where they know the families are going to be out. Yeah. And they're all going to be like wanting to do something and like go into a movie, bring the whole family to go check out the new also, movie that's coming out. I feel like Christmas movies almost have like this like cyclical guaranteed uh, viewership do. every year because it's like every, you know, between November to December every year. Like, what other genre can you think of where it's, like, specific to a time of year where you're going to watch it all the time? Like, you're... Yeah, there's you know, no other can, seasonal genres yeah, out there. Yeah, that's, like, a only only type of movie where you're going to, like, really sit down and, and watch those movies every single Besides year. Besides Halloween, maybe. There's a couple Halloween oh, true, movies. Halloween. I guess you would say that's kind of a seasonal genre. Yeah, that's true, I guess. Uh, but you're not like, man, I can't wait to see my fall movies. Yeah. I just... True. I feel like Christmas I can't wait to see my summer mass movies. Appeal. My summer is here. Like, people are really going to want to sit down with the family and watch a bunch of Christmas movies around the holidays. Like it's a, it's like a tradition. You know, what's thing. interesting is we've, we've done a lot of Christmas. There's not, there's a lot of great Christmas movies, but there's not like a ton of them. There's not a, there's not a infinite there's, amount of, there's more bad Christmas you, movies than good ones. Probably. Yeah, I would agree with that. I've, I've done them. I've made the mistake of like watching all the good ones really, really early on. And I'm like, man, I'm like, we don't even have any more Christmas movies and it's Christmas Day. Like, I've already seen The Grinch. I've already seen Elf. I've already seen A Christmas Story. I've already seen Do, four do you watch movies. all of them I'll every watch... year? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll go through definitely a lot of the good Christmas movies. Yeah. We've already seen um, The New Grinch. Nick, have you seen The New Grinch, the animated one? The animated one. There's a new one that came out like a year or two ago. Oh, I don't think I've seen it. It's pretty one. good. I liked it. We we watched that one because that's that's one Braylon will watch. Yeah. It's an animated one that's good and it's also a good I Christmas thought it was cool movie. how they had the old Grinch, the very first Grinch playing in this movie in Home Alone. They did. They had a movie yeah. within a movie. And they yeah, did yeah. that a couple a couple different classic times. Classic movie too. That Grinch is classic. In fact, um there was another you know that other movie they they do in this um <laughs> Get your no good keister off my property oh, for yeah. a count of ten. Yeah. And I'm then he goes like, "What guts full of lead?" Yes. Uh, so I figured I found out what movie that's from, and uh, it's called "Angels with Filthy Souls." Yeah, as that was put, one of my five for five questions. So I'm glad it. you brought that up. Oh, sorry to steal. I, I, no, I, 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 I had a few extras, so that's good. Well, but they uh, show it. Trent, they, 19... they show it when he's putting it in the DVR or the uh, when he DVD puts it in the DVR. Nicky, I would have had that one. Well, so would have I. Good. So it's a 1938 crime movie with uh, Humphrey Bogart, and it's got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, that movie. When was it yeah, shot? Well, we need to watch Rotten that. Rotten Tomatoes are hypocritical critics. Shout uh, 38, out. 1938. Damn. Came out. Yeah. Keep the change, you filthy animal. <laughs> very nice. Very um, nice. Well, let's, yeah, let's get into some more facts here. Steven, you got any? Apparently, Poland loves no. this movie. Um, showings of Home Alone have become a Christmas tradition in Poland. Mm. You know, it's funny because a Christmas story is a a tradition to show on Christmas Day. I think TBS does it for twenty four hours. They do. I know. I don't know why. I don't know why they do that because I always switch it to football. I always switch it to football. I always switch it. To a Christmas story, because no matter oh, where in that movie, but, but once you watch it once, you're good. Like, 
because I'll be at my, uh, I'll, when, you know, when I'm back home, I'll be at like a family member's place for like four or five hours on Christmas day. And like, once we watch it once, I don't want to keep watching it. I want to watch something else. So I'll watch it once, yeah, but I'm not going to no, watch yeah, it. Yeah. You don't repeat. watch it back to back, obviously, but it is nice to know that it's on like, whenever anytime during Christmas day, you could always watch a Christmas story. It's going to be able to pop on. No problem. Yeah. I wish they did elf like that or some other movie. I would be more, and I think they do. They just, they're just, you know, more sporadic and, Place throughout the day in different channels and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. um, Kevin's treehouse in Home Alone was not part of the actual home. They had to construct it specifically for the movie and demolish it once the film ended. Oh, that's a bummer. Really? That was a the sweet treehouse. Tree tree that was a sweet set. Every kid dreams of having a treehouse at that age. And I got one. Oh, with a zip line that goes through? You guys remember my treehouse? Nice. Steven, you weren't. No, you weren't your trip, not, though. Well, Stephen wasn't. I wasn't hanging out with Stephen uh, early enough to where he would have been using it. But Trent, you remember, I don't we, remember we would use it with David. David, I, David, I, David you, you were more go pending around. You were. You had the scooter. You were whipping around. That's, that's no, I really story. don't remember the treehouse. I remember that nice trampoline you had, though. Yeah, I did have a trampoline. Um, but a few other facts here. So. Uh, going back to Joe Pesci, apparently Pesci avoided Macaulay Culkin on set because he wanted him to think that he was mean. So he was just kind of de- <laughs> deliberately like avoiding him to, you know, make that relationship acting. as authentic as possible. Yeah. Um, like, I don't want to fucking deal with this kid. Like, yeah, I can be a villain, but now I'm not hanging out with a kid. We don't need to. And Trent <laughs> just wanted to go back to Goodfellas. Trent, you mentioned this earlier, but. Uh, Pesci kept forgetting he was fil- filming a family movie and during his on-screen outbursts, uh, the director, Chris Columbus advised him to say fridge instead of the F word, <laughs> which that's what Trent was saying. Fridge. I know that's, I was, I didn't, it was not what kind of what you were saying. That. Like, fridge, right uh-huh. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that. I, yeah, it kind of worked. Yeah. Cause you do see him get up and just like grunting and saying things that are, um, not comprehensible, but mm-hmm. it's just he's just it's kind of just saying things to say he's mad, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, apparently, the tarantula on that guy on that guy's face was real. Yeah, that's funny. A- Not a fake. Apparently, well, uh, the, the tarantula in the movie, yeah, it was definitely real. Apparently, Macaulay Culkin used a stunt double, and it was a very short thirty-year-old man. No way for the. For the what? For, for probably just some of his like stunt scenes with like the oh you know him really? him. There's one scene where like he flew out the door on a sled, and I feel like he like slipped and fell at one point. No, yeah, I could see him. There was some potentially dangerous. I heard. Uh, I heard a zip line scene. I guess could be the yeah. um, stunt doubles for <clears throat> Joe Pesci and the other bad guy who we'll get into later. They apparently had to go through some shit trying to trying to do some of the stunts because you know he'd like they had the slippery stairs and he'd be going up the stairs and they had to get like a couple takes of him really laying out on his back like falling really hard uh so i did i saw something on netflix it was like behind the scenes of certain famous movies and home alone had like an hour-long clip of everything that went into home alone oh wow as well as like die hard like other uh-huh. big famous movies like that yeah that's cool so i'd recommend that to those that need also i like to put this in stats and facts if you guys want to watch this movie it is on disney plus if you have a subscription there otherwise you will have to pay like 3.99 to rent it but if you have disney plus you can watch it yeah as as of the time of recording <laughs> well yeah but i would imagine they'll keep it december so, 2020 but you know what's interesting is um 
I really like the uh, Wreck It Ralph on uh, Disney. Yeah. And they only just released the uh, sequel. It's like the uh, uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah. And they just recently released it. I'm like, man, it's been. Disney has been out for so long, but some of their movies can get tied up in other contracts and stuff like that, you know? Especially when it comes to like Hulu and Netflix. I think Disney, it might be more permanent over there because they are the creators. Right, yeah. But uh, unless it's like original content, it's subjected to kind of move around. Well, usually I can't find a movie on Disney Plus I can really enjoy, but Home Alone I could kind of get down with. Yeah. They're usually catered, like Avatar catered to kids. And, more and then they have also. like the documentary stuff too. Mm-hmm. Nick, what else you got for us? So the director, Chris Columbus, biggest fear as a kid was burglars, which is one of the reasons why he wanted to make this movie. And that kind of ties back Ah. to what I was saying earlier. I feel like a lot of kids fears or big, one of their biggest fears growing up was at least for me personally, was definitely burglars burglars and like snakes. I'm going to, I'm going to not give that airtime and move on. <laughs> I uh, I definitely agree with that, Nick, because I was never scared of like monsters under the bed. I always specifically remember being scared that literally some crazy lunatic would break in mm-hmm. to our place, which is, you know, like a robbery, like something that actually could happen. Um, but that was way more scary than like a monster under the bed yeah. or a ghost the or something man. like that. Yeah, the boogeyman or something. I've never like really thought about that you guys both had anxiety. as a kid yeah as a you guys kid both had anxiety about that kind for of stuff? sure i did i mean not like it was yeah. a constant thing i was thinking about every day but if i was like home alone for a little bit or it was late at night and i couldn't sleep like yeah sometimes i feel like i had a i had a tree right outside my window that would always make like sketchy sounds outside too or it would like <laughs> like rake against my window and make sounds like scared as fuck in his room who was that who was that yeah Whoa. Oh yeah, yeah, I can see that too. It's just a, oh, it's just true. Especially when I first started being left alone, like I can't remember what age that was when my parents felt comfortable leaving me alone. But I remember there were times where I felt like feel comfortable I was alone. pretty scared, <laughs> like just nervous. It's like, please don't leave me alone. I mean, I I am very aware. I've always been very aware that like that kind of stuff could happen. I'm not saying it couldn't happen, but yeah, it didn't bother I, I you know, when you were the area, the area that we we've, we've always lived in has always been relatively safe, and you weren't worried. I didn't. I wasn't worried about anyone breaking into the house necessarily. You know, I mean, I think, I think if I don't know. I mean, that's like so random if that does happen. Steven, unless like you watch someone's like I guess looking for you. You watch Dateline, man. You know it can happen. Yeah, dude. I know, but it's like there's always a motive in that. I mean, I don't think I've ever given anyone a motive to like want to do anything. Cut to me somebody or off and trap so rob me or anything like that. I don't, yeah, you probably have. You just don't even know it. <laughs> I don't even know it. So going to be They wrong, uh, shot this film in Chicago. Shy town. Was Chi-town. was it actually cuz I've got family in Chicago. I will say out. at times I felt like the snow looked really fake. Like it looked like ice slushy like fake snow. They probably used those machines. I mean, what can you expect, man? Come on. I mean, if they shot, yeah, they it, they shot it in Chicago in peak winter snow. then there should be snow on the ground. The scenes uh, supposed well, they say the production was shot entirely within the Chicago area. The scenes supposedly set at Paris Orly Airport were actually shot at the O'Hare International Airport. Liars. Fake news. Liars. Yeah, it also that says grinds my fucking gears. I'm just kidding. I don't care. Okay. Oh my gosh! At the end of the movie, when it's where it snows outside Kevin's house, the snow was actually mashed potato flakes. 
That's probably what they Nick do in is Hollywood. offended now. His Colorado. That's trash. He loves some good snow tires. Yeah. He <laughs> loves getting out in that snow. No, it Nick sounds it, it sounds it sounds it. ridiculous, but I I will say like now that I'm a little bit more I guess accustomed to a climate that it snows, like I know what snow looks like because I see it more now. Not that I've been like living in this state my whole life or anything, but I could tell at times like when the the like street lights were on it, it was like really like shiny and weird. Like it just didn't, it looked like ice. It didn't, it didn't look like anyways. Anyway. <laughs> well, um, also the, the airport, like, or I'm sorry, in the plane where they had those business class seats when they were going to Paris, those were built on a basketball court at a local high school, the same school where the scene in which Kevin is running through a flooded basement was filmed. Interesting. Nice. Yeah, I don't have too much. I did not do any research for this. <laughs> Clearly. That's okay, Stephen. We yeah. got you. We are holding you on our back. Yeah, my back's a little sore, but it's okay. Um, Trent, do you have anything else? I think I'm good on my end. It says Chris Farley auditioned for Santa Claus. Did he there really? Oh, that would have been awesome if he was that Santa Claus guy. That would have been really Chris funny. Chris Farley, shout out fucking to a legend. But he couldn't be. How do you not put Chris Farley like for the dirty, damn Santa Claus? Dirty, normal self, you know? Like, Chris Farley's oh, at yeah, his best when he's just. He's like yeah. unhinged and he's like, no. He God, has no whoever, whoever they cast for that Santa Claus better have had a fucking outfit. Have you guys seen career. Bad Santa? I'm going to go. I have. I didn't like it. Oh, man. I can't remember if I saw it. I really it. didn't like it. I it saw it a long it time if ago. If I did, it didn't do any kind of thing. Me and Michael Don like Francisco movie, used to watch that movie, and we thought it was the funniest thing ever. Oh, God, really? Shout out Michael Don Francisco. Nick loves shout <laughs> Nick, I gave I him was a lot of shout outs. That, that um, humor. I was well above that. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Um, let's move on, I we? got nothing else. Yeah, let's move on. What do we got next? Nick, you got that next section? I think we got that uh, five for five. Five for five. Insert Stevens' cheesy British accent. This week, Nick Jones. <sighs> Second Nick. week. You didn't have to do that, Nick. Second week in a <laughs> row of hosting. Nick, you're doing a good job. Daddy's flying the jet. You're doing a good Daddy's job. You got some week. good five for fives. Four out of the five questions you got to get right to get the five dollars of Venmo to your bank account. It's five dollars in the week, people. Five dollars in the line this week. Yeah, Nick That's seems right. to think he has a hard exam for us this week. He always says that. I don't. But one of his questions already got knocked out early. I had to get creative with a movie like this, you know? There wasn't a lot of like twists and turns, a lot of right. different scenes, or, yeah. you know, I had to get kind of creative. So uh, I got some funny stuff. I got some numbers stuff. I'm going to keep you on your toes, see what you guys got, we'll see what you're made of. Okay, give us that first one. All right, question number one. This might be a little softball. I'm not sure. Let's see how much, how closely you're paying attention here. Okay, so there's a scene in the in the beginning where Kevin's talking to, I believe it's either his sister or his cousin, and she's asking him or telling him basically that he has to sleep in the attic on a certain kind of bed. What what is she? What is her name for the bed that he has to sleep on? We. 
We got hide a bed, stowaway bed, sneak away bed, or fold in bed. One more time. It was kind of a funny. It was kind of a funny term for a specific type of bed. I, I think I that know. We all repeat, know. Of. Repeat the uh, answers. Yeah, we got hide a bed, stowaway bed, sneak away bed, or fold in bed. <sighs> Damn it! One more time, real quick. Hide a bed, stowaway bed, sneak away bed, fold in bed. I've narrowed it to fifty percent. <laughs> this is an important scene. Kevin was being <sighs> reprimanded I, and had to sleep on the on the bed. I um, you guys should have known this. I the the correct what would be correct in this situation. It's a stowaway bed. That's always the way I've heard of it before. But I have a feeling because of the wording of this question, the way Nick's saying it. It's an unusual. Yes. So therefore, I don't think it's stowaway. So I'm. Don't give Stephen hints over there. Well, no, I'm. I'm honestly, if anything, giving him a hint by saying that I agree. Well, I wasn't gonna pick stowaway because that's too obvious. Trent's given his whole so process on. I'm thinking the bed industry. It's. I think it's D. I think it's hide fold away. in bed. Fold in bed? Yeah. Uh, I think it's so Steven, or Trent said fold in bed. Uh, that's not an answer, Stephen. We got hide a bed or stowaway bed. Uh, repeat the answers again. Hide a bed, stowaway bed, sneak away bed, fold in bed. <sighs> <laughs> I'm not repeating them again. The despair. And I thought it may be um, reaction. I think you're setting a record for how many times I repeat the answers here. What do you think, Stephen? I was thinking maybe stowaway or hide. I thought it was hideaway. Why don't you um, do the hide a bed? Do the hide. I'll do the hide a bed. Yeah. Nah. What is it? Okay, name? hide a bed. Yeah. What is it? Get Correct answer is hide a bed. Fuck. <laughs> it was a fold out couch, and I don't know. I don't. I've never heard of somebody called a stowaway bed. I remember I seeing that, that answer. but your answers. Were I always called it a f- off. Fold out couch. No, I could have sworn stow stowaway. No, yeah, stowaway, I think, is the proper term, which is exactly what I agree. I yeah, was like, stowaway, yeah. When you said stowaway, I was like, that right, well, sounds like you. what the bed was, but I feel like it It didn't say stowaway. It said, like, I thought it said hide in something, which is why I eventually went hide, obviously. Hide a bed sofa. Anywho, Jeez. one question down, four to, four to go here. Okay, so you guys remember the... The shovel guy on his street. Yeah, that guy always scared me when I was a kid. I remember. I'll he never was forget that. Very he did creepy. scare me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so the his, good guy. So Kevin's Kevin's brother Buzz gives him a nickname at one point, or he says, "Oh yeah, I know." This is what he's known as. Uh huh. Um, and we got. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got South Bend Shovel Slayer. North Bend Shovel Slayer, <laughs> South Side Shovel. <laughs> I don't know why I knew you were gonna ask this. I knew it. I saw it and I said his answer is gonna be this one. This one. He's gonna change up the. You can see trend. Change up the nautical direction of this and just Good go Lord somewhere. Lord with this. This is a very Nick question. Okay, so again we got South Bend Shovel Slayer, North Bend Shovel Slayer, South Side Shovel Slayer, or East Bay Shovel Slayer. Or we got E. 
Carl. Carl? <laughs> um, Steven, you go first. I'm going first last time. Is it Carl? I don't know. Maybe E. <laughs> um, I think I know. So I want you to go first. Um, I think it's the South Street, the South Street one. What was that? C. South Side. South Side. The answer is A. It is a South Bend Shovel South Slayer. Bend. I remember I saw this and I was like, "Oh, that would be a good question." But um, oh you could do God. like South and North and. I was like, he'll probably do that. These questions is- <laughs> are getting ridiculous. <laughs> these are good questions. Um, I like these. These are good. Do you know what his name was, Stephen? I forget. His actual name? I forget the guy's name now, but I do remember I, I remember him saying the South Bend. I had it written down, player. but I... And that whole scene was really funny. Let's talk about it real quick because he's like, look at him out there. He's Pouring like, salt. He's like, you see that salt bin? That's where his bodies are. <laughs> And he's just out there salting the road. Like, what are you talking about? Like, no, it's not. <laughs> he would not keep his bodies in the same bin he salts the road with. <laughs> like, it doesn't I, make yeah, any sense. Yeah, it was yeah. Creepy. But as a kid, obviously, you're like, oh, my God, that's so scary. Like, that's where the bodies are right there. So, like, no, dude, he's just salting the road. So I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I believe Trent is out of the running. I am out of the running. Two questions. Yeah. And real quick, I remember he was like, well, he. I think Macaulay Culkin says... Well, he could just be a nice guy, and he was like, "No way." <laughs> <laughs> he could just be shuffling this, shuffling the sidewalk to be a nice guy. Like, no, <laughs> it was just like, okay, that settled it. Well, but Steve, all right, continue. Nick. Still I'm running. still on the running. All right, question number three: How much was that pizza order? Oh, all day easy. Trying to go first. Hundred and twenty-eight dollars and fifty cents. One more time. This guy's fucking ridiculous with these. How much was that pizza order? We got $128.50, or $110.50. I know it, Trent. Go ahead. I think it's one hundred twenty-two fifty. It is one hundred twenty-two fifty. Nice. Yes. You guys, how do you guys both remember that? Didn't get on the damn board with that. That's right. It's other stuff. Anyways, good job. Steve. Good job. Steven's still in the running. Steven's still in the running. Okay. The question running. number four. I like this one. So you remember when Kevin is in Buzz's room and he's going through his little treasure treasure chest there? Yes. Yes, I do. Classic scene. What were the two types of candies in Buzz's treasure chest? You got to get both of them right. Of course we do, Hank and Frank. So we got... <laughs> I am legend. <laughs> we got Junior Mints and Sugar Babies, Tic Tacs and Gummy Worms, M&Ms and Junior Mints, or Sugar Daddy and Charleston Chew. The Charleston Chew? Is that what you said? Yeah. All right, one more time on these uh, names that are ridiculous. All right, so there's two types of candy in his chest, and we got uh, Junior Mints and Sugar Baby, Tic Tacs and Gummy Worms, M&Ms and Junior Mints, or Sugar Daddy and Charleston Chew. I think I know it, but I, I'm not positive. You, you go first this time. 
Do you know? I have a feeling. I have a feeling. I don't know Trent, for sure, but I think. Trent go first. No, Steven's, I've gone first on every single question. But I've gotten everyone right. <laughs> yes, I have. Steven, you go first. I, uh, really? All right. I think it was the one with Tic Tacs. Only because there was another reference to Tic Tacs in the movie. And yeah, I think there was maybe that scene with Tic Tacs. They maybe the got a sponsorship for Tic Tic Tacs and gummy worms. That's, what, that's the only reason. Otherwise, I would have gone with the Sugar Babies one. Those are such good candy. I love those candies. I'd have a shout out to them. I so, what, which answer is it? I'm going to go with the, the Tic Tac one. Whatever Tic Tac. Okay. Damn, Trent? that's actually a good answer because they they might have gotten some sponsorship. That's I can't remember any candy that was in there, so I'm just sort of going with. I know Trent? there was Tic Tacs, and I think um, Trent before Steven starts explaining. <laughs> before I talk you into my answer, yeah, I know because uh, gosh, Nick's you know that's what he wants. He's already Nick's getting all yeah, Nick's too. getting all sweaty over there, so I'm gonna go to Tic Tacs as well. What was it, Nick? That is incorrect. And I think you guys picked Tic Tacs because of that scene where he offers him a Tic Tac. So well, that's what we're that, talking about. We thought maybe it, we thought maybe there was like a sponsorship. I hadn't yeah. seen any any candy in the drawer. Is so it M&Ms remember. and Junior Mints? Nope. What is it? Charleston fucking chew? G- nope. Oh, it was the Sugar Baby one. Jelly beans? Junior Mints and Sugar Baby. Man, I was going to go with that one, but um, just because I love the Sugar Baby. <laughs> those are good. I've never even heard of Sugar Baby. Trent, I, look up, I, look, I looked up uh, old candy bars and Charleston Chew came up, and I was like, that's perfect. That sounds like old-timely, something that they wouldn't think never of. Never even heard of it. Or the Sugar Baby. Yeah, I've heard of Sugar Babies before, and obviously Tic Tacs. So I so thought maybe there might be both a the boys, Both the boys are out, but we're, we're playing to the finish line. You know, we're playing for... Uh, for keeps here. Okay. I don't think so I'm out. What, no, no, Steven's not out. No, you got that one wrong. That was the only one I've gotten yeah, wrong. Yeah, he's though. only gotten that one wrong. No, you got the. He's three for four. Oh, really? Yeah. So if I get, oh, this I thought one you right, got I the. Win. I thought you got the hideaway bed one wrong. No, no, he got hide a bed. Okay. Okay. All right. He's still for in the, the win. Running. Let's see. Let's see. I hope you get it, Steven. Thank you. Okay, do you guys remember the guy from the Jamaican bobs- bobsled movie who was in this? Not really. No. The guy who drives, who offers to drive um, his, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, mom yeah, yeah. back home. What was the name of his band? Okay. Oh, uh, you're talking about the Polka Good guy. question. Yeah. Um, so we got, we got Johnny's Jive, Lake Street Polka, Kenosha Kickers or uh, the Swinging Jesters? I know it. Trent. I know it too. Kenosha Steven, Kickers. Kenosha Kickers. Kenosha gave me that God damn it. Baby. Steven, good <laughs> job. <laughs> damn, Steven hasn't won one in a while. No way. Let's yeah, it's it all right. Going. We don't pay money anymore. So, Oh, no, we're paying this time. Oh, we're, we're paying. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's not how it Nick works. Nick was recently. No, I think oh, we decided. Only decide. I think we decided. You only decide to pay. pay. I think we came to a conclusion on that. I'll no, go back to our text. So we got sure. through about 15 episodes, and then Nick came on, and we started paying about... <laughs> Around that time. <laughs> Steven, I feel like the last Okay, bonus question. Bonus question. Okay. Um so what uh what 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 does Joe Pesci and his partner call their house? They have like a term for their house. Okay. The wet bandits? 
The wet bandits. The wet the wet bandits. Okay. He's like talking about his house, and he's like, "This is a this is a big house. Like this is a big deal. We got the uh, gold tuna, silver tuna, uh, g- uh, gold marlin or silver marlin. I would say." S- I think it's silver marlin. I want to say gold tuna. <laughs> You're both wrong. It's sil- it's silver tuna. Silver tuna. Okay. <laughs> now that was funny. Real I quick, uh, I do want to s- speak on this. Just why I remember it, but what was funny is the they call themselves the Wet Bandits. Obviously, he he turns he like floods their house essentially which is super fucking dick you already robbed these people (laughs) and now you're gonna cause god knows how much in like property damage which is serious damage your your floors get flooded you're out of town that's some serious fucking damage oh yeah that's a lot of money and um as as they're getting arrested the cops like yeah so you guys are the wet band it's like we know every house you've hit (laughs) and then joe pesci just like looking up and i'm like you stupid mother. Because he always told him, like, <laughs> yeah. stop doing this shit. And then yeah. the guy's like, like we, we want to be known as the wet bandits. Write that down. And Joe Pesci's like, shut the fuck up. Get in the car. <laughs> in Home Alone 2, it's the yeah. sticky bandits. You might not remember that. Right. I do not remember that. I, will I just say, remember the with, third with one. With Home Alone 2, I really like how it has... There's something about New York City that has a really cool Christmas vibe. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of good yeah. Christmas movies are shot. You know, Elf Elf even has yeah. you know moments in New York City. And there's something about New York City when he's in the candy shop and he's like meeting yeah. with the... Or the toy shop guy. Absolutely. It's like, you know, there's something cool about New York no City doubt. on Christmas. It, that movie has a weird... Um, this movie had the weird old guy who was salt in the streets. That movie had that like weird bird woman who really oh the bird she lady yeah the pigeon the pigeon, yeah, the pigeon lady. lady yeah in which movie the home but uh, oh home I don't remember two. that movie so okay I was about to say but about congratulations Stephen for yeah nice winning Steven, five for five this week bucks. thank you thank you fuck yeah <laughs> don't spend it all at once on Starbucks I do not go to Starbucks <laughs> what would you spend your five dollars on. Uh, I don't know anything but Star Wars. Some Wild Wings, probably a binky uh, yeah, for Braylon. Maybe, maybe a binky. Yeah, maybe a binky. Couple for binkies. Braylon. We're trying to get her off that binky. Though. She's she's too. Busy. Oh, okay. We're moving away. We're gonna hit potty train. Let's uh. So we're, getting, we're not doing. Let's anything. let's train. That's a perfect segue from binkies to director and cast. Perfect, perfect segue. It's time for that director and cast. Director and cast. Okay. Let's start with the director, Christopher Columbus. Chris Columbus. <laughs> no and relation. That is no, no joke. hundred percent relation. Chris Columbus. Okay, this guy and Christopher Columbus are related. He was born in Pennsylvania. That's the heart of the U.S. Hundred percent. Right Put that down in these science books. Listen here, born in Pennsylvania, raised in Ohio. Steven, tell us what he's known for. Uh, he's known for, oh shit, he's known for Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. <laughs> he's the producer for them. He's the producer for Harry Potter. So I guess this is a director. And director, bro. Shout out fucking Harry Potter. Did you know he was the director? He's a producer. He's not a director. No, but Nick said he is the director also. He is. He is. Go down to director. He did Chamber of Secrets and Sorcerer's did Stone. That, oh, so he did direct and produce them. So it looks like he didn't do it the other like movies, just the first two movies, which were two heavy hitters, no lie. 
Good for him. No lie. Very good. Mrs. Very good. Doubtfire. He did a uh, Miss Doubtfire. Yeah, yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire. Not only did you not find India, but you directed Harry Potter, and that is just fabulous. And then let's keep moving on off of Harry Potter. He did the Bicentennial Man I've heard of. And let's then... move on from Harry Potter. <laughs> He's produced a lot of movies. The also. Help, Rent, um, Bicentennial Man, Stepmom, Night Nine at the Months, Museum. Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire. Catch up. Uh, I Love You, Beth Cooper, he directed. another Pixels, that animated movie. A Couple to Be Announced, a Melody, The Secret Life of Road Cruise, and so, Friday Night at Freddy's. Those are all announced pre-production. So he wasn't a new director. Yeah. Look, he wasn't new. No, he had, some, he had some good stuff there. Um, shall we move into the writer, John Hughes? Or should I say Huggies? Is that Uncle Buck? We don't typically dive into the writers, but we can. No, we can't. He's a big deal. He's uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, The Breakfast Club, Weird Science. We Ferris Bueller is there off. So he's a, like an 80s guy. Yeah, no, he's definitely an 80s guy. Nice. Okay. Oh, he did, a, he did the uh, Breakfast Club. That's a big, big thing. Big movie. Definitely a big movie. Yeah, he's not Uncle Buck. I, I guess he, he passed was. away in 2009. Mm-hmm. Shall we Macaulay Culkin? He's oh, he did 16 candles. He wrote uh, 16 candles Oh, did also. he write 16 candles? Wow. And National Lampoon's Vacation. Oh, and Ferris Bueller's, Bueller's Day Off. That's what I was saying. Yeah, Ferris. Okay, so we'll move into um, well, was a big deal, Macaulay actually. Culkin, which um, is this guy even anything else? Let's check it out. Yeah, he's another thing. Home Alone, My Girl, The Good Son. Obviously, Home Alone. Robot too. Chicken. Yeah. The Nutcracker. American Horror Frasier. Story. Richie Rich. Oh, oh my God, Richie Trent. Rich. Trent, you remember Richie yes, Rich at my I house? Do. He was in uh, That's a great He was movie. in Uncle Buck, too. That's what I was thinking of earlier. Looks like he's in a lot of TV more recently. I need to go back and watch Richie Rich. That would like really give me some feels. Yeah, it would. It would. We used to love watching. And that while movie. we're in him, he's um he's forty. He just turned forty this year. Isn't that weird? Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, he was never our age. This was shot in nineteen ninety, and he was that kid's forty. It's weird. Well, if it was shot in nineteen ninety, and he was like what, like definitely, if you do the math, you know, it makes sense. But yeah, Richie Rich. I feel like you should only be t- oh well, yeah, I guess ten years older than us is thirty eight. So forty is not too far off. Um. Oh, that's terrifying. I know. That's what I was thinking, Nick. It's really weird <laughs> when that starts happening. Like, oh yeah, ten years from now, probably about forty. Um. Yeah. So he's got some. I mean, this was his movie. Like, yeah. This kinda, is uh, this is clearly got, what he's known for. I'm sure he's still making money off of royalties from this movie, but I think he had some like troubled. He was a child actor, he was and he was man, an amazing yeah. actor in this movie. But yeah, he was all that Michael Jackson stuff. Actor. Yeah, there was some Michael Jackson stuff too. I remember he was in those documentaries, Nick with the Dirty Dirty, this week. Yeah, Nick, what's up with the Dirty Dirty? I mean, I don't have anything prepared, and I'm not ready to speak on this. But we all know Macaulay Culkin was apparently uh, taken advantage of at Neverland Ranch by Wait, really? the one and only well, Michael Jackson. Well, it was allegedly, let's allegedly, say. but like I feel like it's pretty well documented. Like that was like one of the biggest profile names that um, Michael Jackson was apparently taking advantage of. But 
I don't have any sources or facts up in front of me, so I probably shouldn't speak on it too well, much. Well, you but did. I feel like that's. Yeah, have you never heard did, of that? Nick. It's Steven, out there have you never heard in the of airwaves. That? Nick with the T. Trent, you. This week? Trent, you know that's like. That's a commonly known like not thing, common. Right? I knew that not he was that common. I knew he was uh, you know involved. I've in heard some of way. Neverland Ranch, and I've heard that Michael Jackson has done things like that. And Macaulay Culkin used to hang out there, and apparently they were he like, <laughs> the same thing. Did some but weird yeah, we things. We won't go yeah. too far. Okay, Into that's the, a little too dirty, dirty. Yeah, let's get out of the dirty, dirty and move let's on get to Joe Pesci, Pesci which is repeat a dirty actor, motherfucker. Goodfellas repeat. Goodfellas repeat. He's in the Raging Bull, The Irishman, My Cousin Vinny. He does a great job at My Cousin Vinny. I haven't seen that. Nick, have you seen My Cousin Vinny? I great haven't seen Great legal it. movie. I, I'm going to write that one down. I'm. We're going to do that movie. Mm. I'm writing that one down on the list. Okay, you write that one down. Because neither of you have seen that. we got to do that. That's a classic movie. Okay, let's see what else he's in. Man on Fire. Uh, he did the Irishman, right? I don't know if one of you said that already. Yeah, I saw new... a part of that. I it didn't capture my attention uh, too much, but him and De Niro yeah. were in it. They're um they're older. I didn't see that, but I know it came out recently. He did a Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. Oh, as he well, was in Casino too with like. De Niro. Yeah, Casino as well. Oh, you know, Casino of... and like uh, Goodfellas oh, and all Bull. those mob movies, like. Those were such good movies. Like all Speaking the- of which, he's in the Michael Jackson Smooth Criminal music video. Oh, is he? Nice. Yeah. That was before he even did Goodfellas or anything like that. Raging Bull? Yeah, Joe Pesci. I feel like that's with... Uh, Raging Bull. I'm dancing as fast as I can. That's with our, our boy from Taxi Driver. Robert. Easy Money. Robert, yeah. Once Upon a Time in America. So he's definitely done some good things. Hands down, I would say my favorite films of his are Goodfellas and My Cousin Vinny. Yeah, he's big time. This was the first movie of his I ever saw. Oh, me too. He does pretty good in Casino. I do like Casino a little bit. Because I wasn't... I wasn't old enough to watch like Goodfellas when Home Alone came out, you know. That yeah, was which is well, funny because out years of my later, league. I saw, but I think you would both be interested in the legal aspect of my cousin Vinny. It's um, you know what? I'm gonna choose that one soon. Mm-hmm. So don't even don't even watch don't it. Don't even watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna do the pick. Okay, on maybe it. you could do that one before Harry Potter. That'd be great. You wanna uh, jump into who was who was Kevin's mom? What was oh, her actress's name? Uh, she's from. Okay, I wanted to get into her. She's from. Um, I think her name's Moira in this new show called Shits Creek, which won a oh my, which won Sorry, a ton of awards this past. Uh, I don't I don't know what the what's the is it the Tonys? No, that's not the Tonys. What's the award show for television? I'm God. sorry. What's her name? We are hypocritic as hell. What's her name? I just never watch award shows. They just Catherine never Hare? capture my attention. Um. um uh, yeah. Okay. I have her. It's Catherine. I don't know about Hare. TV shows. She was in Best in Show, A Mighty Wind, Frankenweenie, and For Your Consideration. Frankenweenie? Not sure. Oh, I think it's uh, called an Emmy. She looks like she's on a lot. I think of it's TV. an Emmy, right? That sounds right. That does sound right. Emmy Awards are Television Academy. Yeah, so she got uh the the Shits Creek got a ton of Emmys this past year, and she's in it. She's like an older character. Her name's Moira, but she does a really good job in that in that show. Um, so I do mm-hmm. want to touch on her, but yeah, her name's Catherine O'Hara. Do you recognize anything else she's from? She was really she was really good in this. I'll just say again, like she did a good job of 
playing a like sweet mom. Yeah. Like she, obviously she was like in the wrong and you know, you should never yeah. leave your child at home and when you're traveling. I, I don't forget. I, I don't know. Even if you have somebody like checking the headcount, I don't know how you lose track of your son, especially when you got in a fight with him the night before. Like you would think that he was on the top of her mind. Yeah. But and can anyway, we talk about that really real quick? Because like, I mean, if you're really. Yeah, Steven, you're a parent. Can you talk if about you're this? Really, well, I, I, mean, that you don't I, I just don't kids, know how but. you can say something to your kid like this, but. If you if you notice the conversation, like yeah, he's kind of like not being, he's kind of being a brat and everything, but it's nothing like too over the line. And he's at the stop of the top of the stairs, about to go in the attic where he has to sleep. And he he t- he tells his mom, he's like, everyone in this family bed. hates me. That's all he says. And his mom says, well, maybe yeah. you should ask Santa for a new family. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, like that's pretty harsh to say to your kid. Yeah. Like you shouldn't say that. To your kid, even I don't if, care. Even if he's I don't care. Out. Even if you feel that, you shouldn't say that to your kid. Like it wasn't like the kid was like, "I hate everyone in this family." Yeah, that may be more something to say. Oh well, then maybe get him a new family. He said, "Everyone in this family hates me," which is kind of like you know, don't say that to a kid that says that thinks everyone in the family hates him. Yeah, like, yeah, I see. I maybe see. just get a new family. It's like you know, I feel I felt more bad for him in the whole situation. You know, I was like, damn. For like, sure, that was uh, one thing in the movie I, I heard about in the behind the scenes was they were really trying to portray it so that she didn't look like such an ass for leaving this kid at home when she, you know they're all going to yeah. Paris. They really tried to show some scenes like her in the airport and her like on the plane even saying having a lot of remorse for leaving Kevin at at, at the house. Um, so they, but they did, uh, they did kind of show that, but yeah, there were scenes like you're talking about where she probably did step over the line it, a little bit, especially if they were in separate vans. I get, again, I, I do struggle a little bit with, with her getting a fight with him the night before and not having the, I don't know, the wherewithal to like check for him, but she did have the, the one, you know, one of the older girls like do the head count and that one kid was in the van and they accidentally counted him as kevin mm, yeah so i they get all of that for, but you know. and and especially if they were riding in two separate cars i'm also at the same time kind of like surprised with how smart kevin is that he was that naive to think that like oh i just wished i you know santa took my you know because he he had that well he uh, went out and he saw the conversation cars. with his mom he saw and the he, cars he didn't i don't think he realized they were taking a van right which but, is something that you wouldn't expect a kid to know you wouldn't be like, hey, just so you know, guess, like we rented yeah. a couple vans for tomorrow, so it was going to be easy to get there. Like, you're not going to tell the kids that. Like, you're going to tell the adults that, if anything. So I can see how he's like, like their cars are here. I guess they didn't leave. And he believes in and Christmas. The, and the garage was left open too, which is like another thing. He so, believes in Christmas. He believes he's a kid yeah. too. Yeah, yeah but exactly. um, you see, he has there's great character development, you know, all throughout. But let's continue yeah. real quick on the um, unless you want to finish your point, Nick. No, I, I was just going to say I did think it was a little suspect that he was so smart and didn't like didn't even have a inkling of a thought that they accidentally left without him. But again, to your point, I guess if he didn't know that they were taking shuttles and down we'll there, talk about like it later, or I'm sure we'll, let's definitely touch on it later. But I do agree that it is a little ridiculous that you left one of your kids behind. I mean, through the airport, I mean. There should be a time. I mean, first of all, at the How very you least, the at the very least, you're going to have an extra fucking ticket. Like, where did this extra ticket come from? Like, we're all on the plane. 
and I still have a ticket. Like right. I don't understand where this extra That's ticket is coming point. from. That's a good but point. That's a good point. Because I everything mean, was printed we, out we, then. I don't like to think of these movies as like completely realistic, obviously. I'm sure like there'd be some probably some legal repercussion, I'd imagine, for leaving your kid at home alone for like oh, a couple well. of days. I mean, I don't know. Especially when they got the she police. She could be put in jail for that, case, probably. So like, also, why are you leaving your kid at home alone? Can we talk about that? Oh, you forgot him because you woke up late? <laughs> It's not really going to hold up in court, unfortunately. Yeah. Enough of Dateline, though. Yeah. That, that ex- <laughs> we didn't get to the that excuse won't That excuse won't hold up in the court of law, for sure. But yeah, I definitely thought it was it was a little unrealistic that, yeah, you would you would all of a sudden just like wake up on the middle of the plane and realize that you left your son. And she's like, like what did yeah, I forget? I He's like, it was the garage door. That's, that's what I forgot. <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah. That's not it. Well, that would I just knew that totally. I know we forgot something much more important. That would have been me as that guy. <laughs> like, like a person. Like, babe, we thought of everything. Like, everything's fine. Just calm down. But did everyone come? Yeah. But obviously. No, let's hop fun. into Daniel Stern. He played uh, Marv. Uh, he, I love this guy. He's this so This guy, funny. he was funny. He was like, wanted to be called the Wet Bandits. So, so uh, these, these two guys are in Home Alone too. Same two guys are after yeah, this yeah. fucking kid and Home Alone. Same, same two guys. Yeah. These guys yeah, got a grudge. Two. That's why it made it such a good uh, sequel. I gotta check it out then. I, I definitely haven't seen it. Okay, so um, he plays in City Slickers, Home Alone, and Home Alone. Oh, 2. he's in Rookie of the Year, The Wonder Years, Rookie of the Year. Oh, who does he play in Rookie of the Year? That's a dude. I might have to pick that. He up. He plays in a Christmas Story uh, Two video, The Old Man in a Christmas Story Two. His I name's guess. Brickma in um, Brickma in that movie. Oh my god, I remember yeah. him in this Rookie of the Year. He looks so fucking. Oh, with the glasses. <laughs> yeah. And the freaking sideburns. Him and those sideburns <laughs> are perfect. I just pulled up a picture. Holy hell. What a flashback. I may have to pick this movie at you some should. point, You should. That's too. a good movie. This is a classic. I got Sandlot in my back pocket for some Ooh, point. Ooh, Sandlot. What a gnarly movie. I, I'm not going to write that one down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust that you'll pick that one soon. Yeah, let Nick pick it. Yeah. Nick, don't let me down. That's, that is it a It looks classic. like Daniel Stern was also in Workaholics. Oh, he's in the Bushwhacked. Have you guys seen Bushwhacked? No. Jeez, it's uh-huh. he's like out. Um, oh my god, he's like in the woods with uh, Cub Scouts, I think. And it's just a really classic movie. Ninety five, PG thirteen, hour thirty. It's a pretty funny movie. When I was a kid, I don't know about it anymore. Hmm. But that's yeah. That's he's the done main, some TV um, stuff he- more recently. That's what I was thinking. Let's hop into, is there anyone else we want to talk about? I don't want to leave anyone else behind. Let's see, is Buzz doing anything these days? What the fuck is, <laughs> yeah, what the Buzz. Fuck is Buzz doing? Devin yeah, Ratray. Devin Ratray. Looking a little different than when he was a He's kid. He's in Nebraska, RIPD, Masterminds, and Home Alone. So he is doing more. He seems to be... He's still doing work. He seems to be more successful currently than Macaulay Culkin. He's still doing stuff. As far as um, film. I don't recognize much mm-hmm. of what he's been in. But yeah, he's got a lot of credits. Masterminds. Have you seen that, Nick? Yeah. Um... I feel like I've seen. Yes, yes, I have. Yeah, it's with uh, Zach Galifianakis, Galifianakis, and Kristen Wig, and Owen Wilson's in it. Yeah, that's right. Oh, Trent, this woman, Angela Gothless. Um, she. Let me see here. She plays. 
She plays Lenny. I'm not sure who she is, but it looks like she's a repeat actor because she was in Jerry Maguire. Oh, she's in Jerry Maguire. Who is she in Jerry Maguire? That is the question. Let's go down to Jerry Maguire and try to see where we can see her. I'm trying to think of who she is in this movie because she might have been one of the younger kids and... She obviously looks a lot different, but she was in Spanglish. Her name was Kathy Sanders in Jerry Maguire. Um, yeah, she was in Spanglish, Behind the Mask, some TV stuff, Law and Order, CSI, Grey's Anatomy, you know, the whole nine yards. Um, Oh, I, I don't really recognize her in Jerry Maguire. I don't recognize her either, but I just wanted to say that was a repeat. Just looking through her. We can continue on. I know Uncle Frank was Gary Bamman. Oh, at some point I want to get to the the guy from the Jamaican bobsled movie. But uh, yeah, who's Uncle Frank? Jerry, yeah, Jerry. We don't have to stay on him too much, but he was um, the bodyguard. He was an asshole. He was like... He called you're him a being jerk. a little jerk. In front of everyone, it's like, <laughs> bro, you're talking to a child. Yeah, that you're was harsh. Man. I know. <laughs> he was together. like, at the end, he was like, I'll even, you know, I would even consider bringing him back Frank. And I was like, don't bring Frank back. Like, <laughs> He's like, if you got time, yeah. even my Uncle Frank. Even my Uncle Frank. <laughs> that was funny. If you got time, you know, even bring him back. Uh, that, that, that Santa Claus was like... The- the <laughs> polka polka guy we could talk about, he's actually a pretty big actor. Yeah, John, John Candy. Candy. Who is Gus Polinsky in this movie? Um, he's been in Spaceballs, uh, Splash, The Blues Brothers, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I think he was in with another actor from Uncle Buck's movie. They main were. movie I know of his. Cool Runnings, JFK. <laughs> Do you remember uh, Barrick's friend Kirk? Yes. Who would Love say? Him. <laughs> Shout <laughs> out Buck. to. Freaking Kirk. Yeah. Oh, he played in Hot to Trot. Yeah, Buck. My name's Buck. My name's Buck. <laughs> Hot to Trot, 1988. Right? Was he in Cool Runnings, Stephen? You re- you said that. Um, oh, John Candy was in um, Rookie of the Year as well. That's funny. Uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. A lot of Rookie of the Year. Yeah, that's interesting. Shout outs here. Was- oh, 76, The Clown Murders. You guys ever seen that one? Neither have I. Yeah, he was in Cool Runnings, which brings us to that other person who was in Cool Runnings, Nick. Or is this who you were talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. This is who you were talking about. about. I haven't seen that movie in a while. Yeah. I haven't either. It's been a hot minute. Is that a Disney movie? I wonder if that's it's on, on Disney uh, Plus. Disney yeah, Plus. it is. Okay. Yeah. Um, anybody you guys want to talk about? Further? I have one more like who's got a mind. lot of credits. You guys probably will recognize him. His okay. name is Larry Hankin. Um, he was the guy on the phone eating the donut. Yes. I remember this guy. He's an El Camino. Um, oh, yeah. Barry. He's in Breaking Bad. He's, yeah, he's old in- Joe in Breaking Bad. And then he's in... Um, What's what's his actor's name? Sorry, uh, uh, Larry he's right, Hankin. He's right below John Candy. Larry Hankin. Okay. He's Officer Balzac. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! I didn't even recognize him. Yeah, he looks a lot younger in this than Breaking Bad. He's in Breaking Bad. Who and, is he in yeah, Breaking like Bad? Said, Nick? El Camino. He's that guy at the 
at the like junkyard. Oh, right. Like gives him the magnet. He gives him like the magnet. Great series breaking. I'm about to uh, blow your minds with this reference. You guys will recognize him from Billy Madison. Yes, Billy Madison. (laughs) A clutch reference. Clutch reference. God, he's good, Billy Madison. He's one of the suits. He's a good guy. One guy in Philadelphia, remember we got? The douchebag. Oh, he's in Taxi Driver as well, boys. What? Is he in Taxi Driver? He's in Taxi Driver. Oh, what was he in? Oh, wasn't he in the. uh, Maybe not. I was like, what do I. What do I remember this guy from? It's fucking Billy Madison. That's what it was. God, Billy Madison is sometimes always the answer. Oh, he's in Pretty Woman. With. he was in Rat Boy in 1986. Uh, that's a Peanut Butter Falcon reference right there, Rat Boy. That's right. Rat Boy. Listen to Peanut Butter Falcon, great episode. Just like last week's Fly Boys, great episode. Listen to, listen back. Yeah, he was in Pretty Woman as well. And then um, I think that's really all I, I think we polished that. off the damn cast and the director, and we got the writer in there heavy with uh, Shout out the director that did Harry Potter. That's, good that was my favorite part of the day. Anytime we can plug a Harry Potter reference, I'm always about it. We got that good sauce today for you guys. We got it. Hop right. into favorite scenes. Let's hop into Let's favorite hop scenes. Favorite scenes <laughs> from the magazine. For Home Alone, what are we uh, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Who wants to go first? Steven, you go first. Nick, you go first. Who wants to go first? Steven? Do th- I got some favorite scenes in my back pocket. Okay, let's whip one out. Uh, I really love the scenes where they're trying to break in and he's um, he's doing these really interesting the contraptions to yeah. keep him out. He's got the paint buckets. And, and like again, like I... He was very good about using household items that were around. There was a couple of things he used, like the big torch and the thing that kept the door handle hot. But the ornaments on the ground in front of the window and um, just the paint cans coming down and slapping him in the face back to back. Obviously, you know, he's um, really pissing these two guys off that are very like probably going to kill the kid. Well, they're also idiots. I know, but it's like you're, I mean, if any, it's like sometimes like if you know you're going to be robbed, like maybe go out to your treehouse and just like lay low until they're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, go back in and turn off the water because you're going to have to because they're going to be flooding your house. <laughs> and then you like, you call your parents and yeah. whenever you let them know. But other than that, it was, uh, I just love those scenes where he's trying to keep him out. You know, when he shoots him with a BB gun. That would fucking hurt. That was one of my favorite scenes. Too. That was the first. The first thing he gets is he gets shot in the dick with a pesky. Gets shot in the dick with a BB, BB gun. gun. I would be like, dude, I'm and out. The other gets That's, shot this in the face. Nice. This has been a rough night. Yeah, he's like, he pops his head up and he's like, hello. That would have taken me out early, but he. They were so determined to get that house. He's like, this is my. We've been on this house. He's like, ever since I laid eyes on the house. It's like, what's different with that house and any of these other oh, houses? Oh, it's just a like nice that. house. That house was really. But nice. there, there are all the houses on that street are the same. That was the nicest though. It was the tuna, the silver, silver tuna. I think maybe it was the stuff on the inside. The gold marlin. And and can and real quick another scene I want to talk about. Can we talk about how in the very opening scene Pesci is impersonating a cop and he's just inside the house. No one let him in. He's just in. Yeah. Like if 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 anyone's walking around your house and there's a cop in the house, just don't you think anyone's gonna like be like, whoa, 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 what are you doing here? 
Nobody like, cared. Yeah. Like, is that, is that, did that oh, happen oh, back in the Steven, day? Was that like a Steven, normal thing? I'm glad thing? you brought that up because I was wondering. I wrote down the same exact thing. The Literally, the opening scene, this cop is standing in the foyer of their house for probably what seems like, I don't know, like 10 plus minutes. And, and he's also asking no, questions. No like, hey, are your parents here? No, are your parents yeah, here? At, at, at no point is even one of the aunts or uncles like, hey, can I help you? Like, why is there a police officer in my building? They're just like, oh, we're packing for Paris. We're so frantic. Like, we don't realize that there's a cop standing in our foyer right now. And, <laughs> I know, and I that would not fly in 2021. The whole, like, you can't walk in without a warrant. And your ring doorbell tells you when the cop pulls in your driveway. And two, so I don't you're already like, oh shit. I don't care how busy you are. If there's a cop in your living room, you're probably going to like stop everything you're doing and be like, so is he considered to be a dirty cop or is he impersonating a cop? He, he's impersonating. He a probably cop. got a so cop he, outfit at like a party city or something. And okay. He's okay. literally just staking it out. He's asking them. He's, it, it's very, it's honestly very obvious once you see what he's doing, but he's just, you know, <clears throat> He's just saying, hey, are you guys have, he's trying to figure out like if they have security, what kind of stuff they have. Yeah, yeah. he's trying to get it. He's yeah. like, yeah, there's a lot of burglaries in the area. We just want to make sure you know you guys are good. He's just really staking it out from like the inside, which is really, really ballsy. But it's like, yeah, like there's a fucking cop in your living room. Like yeah. someone like talk to this guy, figure out what's going on. Do you think the kids would be like, yeah, let me go get my parents right now. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Officer. Yeah, there's a cop in my living room. <laughs> but I honestly thought the ballsiest thing he said was at the end when he he leaves and he's just like, we're going to keep a good, we're going to keep a close eye on your house while you're gone. Or like, we're going to keep a good eye on it or something. I'm like, dude, just, yeah. he's like, don't worry. Everything is going to be a okay. <laughs> something yeah. like that. I'm like, why was there this random, like sketchy cop in her foyer for like 20 minutes? And then he's saying some shit like that. Um, also yeah. that did not look like a fucking real uniform, <laughs> but yeah, one of, one no, of no, maybe no, back no. in the day, yeah, it'd be a little bit different. You saw the police cars and their big red lights and, just looks so old school, mm-hmm. old school police cars. Yeah, I um, I'll bring in my favorite scene here. Go for it. Um, I think my this this quote really struck me. It said, um, "It said I wouldn't let you sleep in my room if you were growing on my ass." <laughs> <laughs> classic scene. Let me pull up. That's some like quotes. a classic, That's just like good boy scene. meets world type. I like that part. <laughs> I don't know. Just that's that's something that would be would have been said in 1990. Boy meets world. Don't drag boy meets world into that line. <laughs> boy meets um, world is a reputable show. So, w- were you going to expand upon <laughs> that, Trent, or can I hop into something? No, I think that was it. <laughs> um, my favorite scene was actually when he goes grocery shopping, and he. He's so confident, like he's got a ridiculous amount of confidence for a kid at this age. And he's going grocery shopping without his parent at the age of like eight years old. And he gets to the, he gets to the register and, uh, he's having this kind of like back and forth with, uh, he's kind of having a back and forth with the girl at the cash register. And he, he basically says, uh, he's like, Oh, I found a, He's like, oh, those are on sale. I found a coupon in the paper this morning, in the the, you know, in the newspaper this morning that those were on sale. <laughs> oh yeah, he's <laughs> buying the stuff. He's like, oh, I have a coupon for that. Yeah, and she's like, <laughs> he pulls out his. And, he pulls and he's out like, his he's like, have you ever tried those microwavable dinners? Are they any good? And then he talks about the uh, the coupon. <laughs> it's like, 
And she's he's she's like, no, he's like, I'll give him a whirl. Yeah, yeah. When he would give the coupons to the cashier, that was that was a good scene. I I did enjoy the scenes where he was being like an adult. You could tell he yeah, uh, he had right. a. There was something just simple to it that I really enjoyed. He just would do the laundry like an adult, really slow, just took his time, very methodical about you know cleaning stuff up. Yeah. And uh, I also really enjoyed the scene. It's one of my favorite scenes. The most classic Home Alone scene, probably seen a million times. He gets, I guess it's aftershave. And he yeah. just like slaps yeah. it on his face. And then he just screams Twice. at the top of his lungs. Yeah. And I guess it's because the aftershave like hurts his baby skin or something like that. Yeah, I think um, it can kind of be a burning sensation in general, especially if you just shave. If you actually just shave and you put it on, it 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 will uh, really sting. But what was funny is I every time I see that scene, it reminds me of this video game I used to play. I don't know if either of you used to play. I don't remember what system you played a shaving video game. No, it was a it was a Home Alone practice shaving. But he does that that scene would always come up where he would scream. And his hands would be on his face. You actually played a Home Alone video game. You it played a Home Alone video. It was an actual Home Alone video game. I forget what system That's it was funny. on, but it was a pretty fun game. Real old school game. It must have been way back in the day, but I, I feel like that would get old pretty that fast. Video game. I mean, I guess another favorite scene was when uh, was when Joe Pesci was like completely covered in check- chicken feathers. And then Marv's like face had an iron on it, and then they both meet each other in like the like the main foyer room, and they're like, you know, like why are you covered in chicken feathers? He's like, yeah. why do you have no shoes why on? You, why do you have no shoes He's on? Like, why are you covered in chicken feathers? <laughs> it's like these two imbeciles. So get the kid. Yeah, I, I thought that was another really. But good scene to your too. point, I like those scenes where he was growing up, and uh, you see that one scene like after he gets out of the shower, he's like. Today I clean like in between my toes and my oh, like all belly the crevices. Button. He's like, I normally don't do that, but like I did this time. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I kind of liked it. And he like went grocery shopping. He like got the uh, all the food. I thought it was so funny. Right after he did all that stuff, and he was on his way home, and all the groceries just bust and just fall to the floor. Oh, yeah, yeah. It just shows that quick yeah. scene, and then that was it. It was just hilarious. <laughs> I love the scene of him combing his hair when he's singing along to that Christmas song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where he's just like, I yeah. dreaming of white. <laughs> that, that like, he's such an old soul. He's yeah. like, he's such an old soul. That sort of he reminds me He can grocery shop. Of, he's, he's clipping coupons. That kind of reminds he's, me of uh, when uh, Joe Pesci comes, uh, Joe Pesci and Marv come in and they're trying to check out the scene, scope out the house. Yeah. And um, he's got the, he's got the like party bumping at the house with all these fake inanimate <laughs> oh, yeah. objects. Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, Michael Jordan's um, yeah, life they're size. Like, they're like silhouettes. They're like in there. He's got the party. And making he's it look like a bunch of rope. people in yeah, there. Yeah, he's got the ropes on his limbs. He's like, he's I thought you said these people were out of town. He's like, I thought they were too. Yeah. And then they end up finding out that like, oh, the kid's here. He's alone. It's many of those yeah. scenes with the with the me- me- holiday music was really good. Totally. I... Loki, the first intro scene is really good to me because it just kind of creates that energy of a big holiday family, like right away during Christmas. It's chaotic. Everyone like it, it made me want to have <clears throat> I've never had a big family. Um, it really makes you want to have kind of like a big family with a lot of cousins and everybody's getting together mm-hmm. and 
you know, everyone, you know, like hustle there's something cool bustle. about like, oh, I got to sleep on the air, you know, I got to sleep on the fold out couch because like somebody's sleeping in my bed and there's so many people over and all my cousins are coming over and we can do all this cool, fun stuff. And we're rich as fuck um, going to Paris. This is about to be awesome. Yeah, that's true. Too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But there, there's something like fun and in, inviting about like the intro scene aside from Joe's, Joe Pesci's like creepy ass in their house, but something about <laughs> like everyone kind of uh, just like you learn about the dynamics of the the different family members and, you know, kind of like the bullying that goes on. And yeah. it's a fun chaos, can, like a fun, like you're yeah, anticip- it's a fun anticipating chaos, a exactly. trip. You're all with your family. It's like almost that. Yeah, it's like the night before a big trip. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Kevin's um Kevin's like I guess cousin, he was supposed to sleep in his bed with him and uh apparently that kid like pees in the bed if he has too much Pepsi or, or something. Take it like, easy on the oh, Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> he kept <laughs> sipping on the Pepsi. So that kid's apparently uh Kevin Macaulay, what's his name? Uh Macaulay. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin, that's his actual little brother. Oh really? Yeah, I figured. That oh out. no, kidding. Yeah, recently. Oh, that really? scene of him at the dinner table when they're like, he's like, I think he's pounding some Pepsi or something at the dinner table, and they're like, I, I think it's that same scene where they're like, go easy on the Pepsi, and he's just <laughs> yeah, like, he, he like looks over at them like he's like tweaking out because he's had too much caffeine. <laughs> he's know, gonna piss hilarious. the entire bed that night. Um, yeah, I guess they were brothers. Apparently, they actually made the entire movie built around um, Kevin. Uh, Macaulay Culkin. Mm-hmm. That's what I read as well. But another another icon iconic scene that you brought up earlier, um, talking about that movie, that that scene where the pizza guy comes and then well, it, it starts as the pizza guy and then it ends up being um, Joe Pesci's uh, partner. But that scene where he's smart enough to like uh, cue up the DVD at the perfect time where. Oh, oh like, shit! And he says, "Obviously, it's far. No one is that far, good. No one. Okay, is that Steven. Good. Obviously, it's far fetched, but that's like the Hollywood. You know, obviously, this isn't a realistic. You've said this many times when you review movies that like it's not super realistic. But it doesn't that matter. Scene, but it's definitely not realistic. But it's an iconic scene. Oh, for that's sure. Very, yeah, for sure. You know, it's for cinema. Everybody knows and I'm going to pick this bone with you two on unrealistic. It's damn cinema. <laughs> no, I know. That's Every what I'm saying. Every movie is unrealistic. Steven was the one who said uh, not too long ago that he's just like, it's. it doesn't have to be realistic. Nick, Nick you got to pass no, for I this just movie. Nick's got to pass for this movie. I've heard him say it in the past. The week. whole premise of the movie that was unrealistic, they left their kid. That's that's a big big plot hole in itself. But uh, There were some plot holes in the movie. You yeah. you named one with the yeah. ticket. You would have seen the ticket. No, I know. Real end. quick, though, before we forget, I want to talk about kind of the ending resolution scene. Uh, pretty much he's in the church and he's talking to the old guy that's on his block that's, mm-hmm. um, he's thought was like the s- he, South Bend serial killer. Yeah. But he's really just yeah. this like old guy that lives over there and salts the streets because he is just a nice guy. And they're talking and, um, uh, Kevin, the kid is just like realizing that he misses his family and he wants his family back. I, I don't know if he had already asked Santa for his family back by this point. Like he saw the the work Santa and he went over and asked them. I don't know if this was before or after that scene, but he's talking about how he wants his family back. And the guy's talking about how 
you know, he's there watching his granddaughter and like at the he's, church. He yeah. hasn't. Yeah, had a, he like ruined his relationship with his son. Yeah, and, he didn't have a relationship with his son, and he was uh, just trying to make it work. Or uh, he hadn't called his son in so long, and I remember Kevin was like, "Well, you should call your son." And I forget what story he tells uh, to like kind of uh, to kind of prove his point, but he was like, "You know, you should you should just call your." Your call, son, you yeah, call your son. I, yeah, I would, I would always want to talk to my dad, even especially during the holidays. Yeah, you like, should at least try and see. And then he ended up doing it and calling him. And then you see him at the end. He's like looking out the window, and, and he see, waves him. Waves yeah, him. that was a feel good. Did moment. you like? Did you like that scene? Oh yeah, I loved it. It was like it was like just a yeah. good resolution to like he he yeah. realized how important his family was to him, along with that guy. Like they were both sitting down together, like. They kind of needed each other to kind of almost realize how important their family. And that was. also, I, oh, go ahead, Nick. Like what it could have been. Like uh, he he saw what it what maybe could have happened. Of yeah, like he kept going. I just down think that's road. a big, that's a big theme of of Christmas time is family and 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 you know putting things aside, putting small stuff aside. You know, if you're you know, like arguing with your parents about politics or your uncle or whatever, like you, you may have your differences about whatever, but you kind of put that stuff aside to be with family during Christmas. And Absolutely. Yeah it, yeah. it, it kind of, uh, just reminds you of early times, you know, growing up and, and, um, being with family during Christmas and how important that is. And and yeah, I, I, I like that scene as well. Yeah. And that, I also was going to bring up how you can see how the end when buzz gets back, even he's like, Oh, Kevin, it's good to see you kind of vibe. So like family, that was a theme at the end of it was, you know, you miss them, even though ne- not necessarily you loved them during the, a lot of the movie. How funny would it have been if he comes back and he's like, you asshole. You fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> you're such a screw up. Well, remember, of course, you would ruin our trip to Paris. Yeah. You little. No, <laughs> like, no. everyone who comes back and just like starts trashing on him. He's like, A. He's like, damn it, I wish I was. A, we <laughs> live on the most boring street in the U.S. <laughs> Two. He's like, know, I'm not that I'm lucky. I'm not that lucky. <laughs> yeah. Buzz was an like, ass. Three, nothing remotely ever happens there. I liked Buzz. You know what's funny? He says one, two, and D. No, he says one B, or he says A, two, and then D. Yeah, but I love the portrayal of Buzz. Like his room really kind of showed the tarantula and the tarantula and the shelves, the nudie mags and the the fireworks and the the, Mm -hmm. just like a yeah. I think that I think it had the life size. He reminds me of Darren too. Yeah, yeah, Darren. I can see that. Like you the know. older brother who's kind of like the cool you know, older brother. He's got like the money in his room, promiscuous stuff. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love that. Can we talk about the money? I love that scene where he's just like, oh, cool. All of Buzz's life savings. <laughs> it's like three bucks. <laughs> it's like three dollars. Yeah. And what's funny is that the last scene where they all come home and they're like, it's the resolution. And they're like, oh, hey, it's good to see you. You're doing fine. Like you didn't burn the house down. That's great. And, uh, they're like, oh, wait, like we have to go get some milk. Like we don't have any milk. He's like, I already got milk. And like fabric mm-hmm. softener and all this other stuff. They're yes. like, wow, that's so great. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, that's so cool. And like in the back of his mind, he's like, with Buzz's money. Yeah. That's how I got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> how did you get well, all he that stole stuff? the toothbrush. Where do the parents think that this kid just has some money on hand that he's like, you know, I've been saving this for a rainy day. Was that day. a separate a time? Did he go to the store twice? He stole the toothbrush the second I time? I think he stole the toothbrush the first time. He walks up, he's like, is this um, uh, approved by the American Dental Association? <laughs> oh, that was funny. <laughs> She's like, 
I don't know. He's, he's like, like, can you he's find like, can out? You go ask somebody. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Marv. Can you answer this question? Yeah, that was good. He had funny little kid questions that like that, and he straights up evades an officer felony. Felony evading officer. Well, it's because he saw that guy. He thought the salt. The felony stealing and evading officer back to back felonies. Yeah, when he slid across the hockey rink and and lost the cop though, that was pretty badass. That was like some Fast and Furious Paul Walker shit right there. What's the statute of limitations on that? Because. Yeah, I don't know. You know what's funny too is when he calls the police, he doesn't like say it's him. He calls the police under like an alias. Didn't he say yeah. it was he the next calls, door? Like, can we talk about he's that? He's so deceptive. Well, like, didn't he say it was the next can door? Can we talk about address? that? He called. He called the police and told. He called him it on the, the next door neighbors, neighbors who got who got robbed. <laughs> That's yeah. yeah. crazy. Can we just say? Can we just say? Like, there is. Okay, maybe, maybe this would happen. But how how do your parents come home and the first thing you don't say is holy shit. We just we just got robbed and I saved the house and I did all this shit. How are you just like, oh, I had a I, I just sat around the house while you guys were in Paris. You might notice like some shit amok around the house. Yeah. Watch out. You may notice a nail on the downstairs step. Don't step on that. Well, you notice like one of the last things they say is uh the buzz is like, What did you do to my room? Oh yeah. That's <laughs> the right. very end well, of they're the about last, to find out. The exactly. last they're thing about you to hear. find out. No, but it is but honestly, funny. Yeah, in, the, he, in the second Home Alone movie, I don't think he I don't think he tells his family what happened. Oh, the same deal? I'm pretty sure. Maybe he's just... Uh, sure. Well, I mean, even in this movie, he doesn't tell them, and I'm sure they, they must find out. I mean, there's no way you can see all that shit and not put... I mean, I don't know. Yeah. You must have been like, what the fuck were you doing here? Like, like, this like, is put two and two together. This is horrible. Like, but not even that. You would be like, what is going on here? You're like, you're hanging... You, I, I don't think you would put two and two together at that point. Uh, immediately, unless you're just like, what were you doing here? And you'd be like, oh, I was keeping out some robbers. I guess another theme, yeah. another big like, theme yeah, right. The- and they're like, and then maybe they find out like everyone else in the block was robbed. They're like, oh shit, maybe he was. Yeah, he was it was. Right. It was a. It was a bit unrealistic how he was so calm when these two strangers were in his house. Like the scene that just really did it for me, where I was like, this is so unbelievable is when he was sitting at the top of the stairs and they like are walking around and the paint cans are there. And he's just like, he's like, Oh, do you guys, you guys want some more? And it's just like, no dude, you would be running for your freaking life. Like, well, that was another one of the biggest themes I think is yes, family. But on top of that was like not having fear. Yeah. I think he kind of mentions it a couple of times. Like, don't get scared now. Shit's about to go down. Yeah. And uh, also with the guy, he wanted he was fearful that his son wouldn't, uh, I guess, like talk to him or answer the phone. The salt, the salt guy, the serial killer guy. Um, so I think a fear was kind of a theme. Family was kind of a theme, and then he was just overcoming fear the whole time. But yeah, Nick, it is. Un- it, you yeah, know, he was being yeah. a little douchey. But also, also, how much did it suck back in the day not having cell phones during this period in time? I know. Oh yeah. Like she's she's trying to rush to get to a payphone. She can't text him. Can't Let's be real. Like line. kids, kids his age are getting cell phones this day. If if not his age, maybe a few years older. Yeah. But he would have a way, even if there's a snowstorm and they lose service, they're finding a way to get a hold of him. Also, when you go over to the neighbor's house, like he saw the neighbor, the the creepy old man Marley, South Bend, whatever guy, at the church. 
wouldn't that be a good time to tell that guy? And I get that he doesn't trust him, but he had several opportunities to walk to a neighbor's house and be like, please help me. There are two bad men like trying to like kill me and steal my house. I think a house. lot of the neighbors were also out of town though too. But not the th- whole street. No, I not think, the whole I think, street. I think like, that was kind of the illusion, like that everyone on the ho- everyone on the block was kind of away, except for pretty much that old, that old guy was like the the only guy. I'm pretty sure. There yeah, was a- I just I don't care how how uh, how well I know a neighbor. Like if I'm in that situation, I will walk four houses down to the person I don't even know and be like, "Hey, I'm the little kid who lives with." Cindy and Dave Jones, like four houses down. Cindy like, can I please Dave. stay with Shout you? Out to Cindy and Dave. Like, Shout can I please stay with? Can I please stay with you and like hide here for a second? Because, but Nick, I don't that's because you're just... not a boss ass bitch like Lil Kev was. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's talk about. I get it, cinema. I get it, cinema. But I just had problems at times where I was just like, Dude, no, he was a boss ass bitch. At large, double felony, robbery, evading. Yeah, any kicked, any kicked <laughs> two, can, any kicked two adults. Can, can we talk about the uh, the scene where he gets caught? Finally, the very fucking last scene. He gets caught. They put him up on the oh, door. Yeah, and they're yeah. like talking about yeah. what they're gonna do to, to him. They're like, we're gonna off. do. That was everything. a scary scene. That they're was like, a scary. We're gonna scene do to everything me. that you did to us. Like, oh, you did this yeah. to us, and you did this to us. And then the guy just comes up with a shovel. The old man out of nowhere and just pops him Pop! both with yeah. a shovel. The one, the double tap. That was nice. I like that. They always showed his his snow boots coming in. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we hit. I think we hit a lot of the movie. We did. The- also, so, sorry. One more thing. Okay. If you. Okay, at the ending, right? His. Can we talk about the ending? His mom comes home, mm-hmm. and I just don't. I don't believe. That he would have just ran into her arms. Even if she did apologize, I'd been like, you fucking left me here for multiple <laughs> days. But he like, didn't know. He didn't the, know, right? The, he thought she disappeared for Christmas. And then on Christmas morning, he woke up and tried to look for them. Well, the thing was... Is, I but think- how does that happen? He would have still known that, like, I would have had the wherewithal to be like, okay, something was wrong. I got left behind. They left without me. I, I was truly... Like forgotten somehow, but at the night before a fight where you're saying like I don't want my family, blah blah blah. In his defense, his mom started all that shit by saying after he said everybody in his family go get a new family. She Mm -hmm. said, "Yeah, well maybe you should wish for a new family." And I think he was like, "Yeah, maybe I fucking should." You're right, bitch. Like, (laughs) like, I think ultimately, I just yeah, I I feel like a kid at that age would would be way more pissed. Well, but maybe that's well, just what me. About maybe that's Christmas. just me. I think at that age, you might have believed in Christmas still, so you could still believe that something like that could have happened. No, and he did because he goes to the Santa and he's like, "I know you're not the Santa Claus, but I know you work for him." Like, yeah, yeah. Can you like pass yeah. this information on it? Like, I want my family back. But that's what I was saying, Nick. Like, that was the whole revelation that he had was that he really realized that he did want his family, and it was just kind of one of those. Yeah. What is that? Ghost of Nightmares Past or whatever. I'm not sure if I'm saying it wrong. I'm definitely saying it wrong. <laughs> but where you, you realize, you say, oh, I wish I never had this. And they're like, all right, let me show you what it would have been like yeah, yeah. if he didn't I have it. So he kind of went through that, like, of what it would be like without his family and he missed them. And Absolutely. So I think that scene, and I think when his mom first saw him and she was like, okay, thank God. Like, I went through all this shit just to make sure, like, he was yeah. fine. Yeah. And she sure. had... Uh, 
she had a lot of reason to worry because he was in extreme yeah. danger the whole time, not to mention committing felonies. I guess I'm just really stubborn and I would have been like, F you mom, like I was here defending this house from robbers. I almost died. Says but the brat. I guess he's more mature. <laughs> I guess he's more mature than I am. Uh, I wouldn't be looking on the bright side when I like just defended my house against two robbers. See, I don't know. see this is a nice little precursor <laughs> to ha- a, what I feel Nick's review is going to be. So why don't we get into that? Why, why don't we get into reviews? Let's get into the reviews and let's have Nick kick it off. Nick, why don't you kick it off this El week? El Chapo. Okay, I'll jump into it. I'll surprise you. It, it uh, <laughs> that wasn't a pre that wasn't a precursor to me saying it was a bad movie. I just I just had to bring light to the the parts that I thought were a little bit far-fetched. Mm. Um, okay, so I will say a movie like this, as always, is hard to judge because it's a childhood movie that I've grown up watching. And if you were to score my review at that time versus now, like I was way more hyped on the movie when I was a kid than now, obviously. I've seen it so many times. So I didn't go into this movie like super hyped. I wasn't uh, you know, analytical about every little section. I was definitely on my phone at times because I like know this movie really well. I know, you know, I know every little part of it. Um, like the back of his hands. Mm-hmm. Like the back of my hand. I will say um, it's, it's a cool concept. I think Macaulay Culkin is like a really, uh, you know, like adorable kid in this movie. He, he is like obviously really creative and kind of a genius when it comes to like putting together all these traps and stuff. Um, what we were talking about at the end about kind of like the family values and, you know, being with family on Christmas, all that stuff, it kind of, you know, warms the heart a little bit. Mm. So this movie always puts me in a good mood when I watch it. Um, I think it's funny. They, they do a good job of like adding in the comedy and it's just a classic. It's just like, mm-hmm. a. Mm-hmm. A solid classic. And I wouldn't have gone to bat for this movie if I didn't think it was good. So with that said, um, I'm going to give it a 3.5. You know, it's a solid movie. It's not, you know, I'm not going to be, you know, raving about it all, you know, all week. Because again, I've seen it a million times. But um, I'd say all, pound for pound, it's a 3.5 movie. Okay, I'm between a 3.5 and a 4, but 4 seems a little, a little high. Three point five, not bad. Three point five, not bad. Steven, you want me to go? You you go. Oh, I can go first, or go I can go next. So I agree with a, what a lot a lot of what Nick said. You had a lot of good points. There were a couple, you know, holes, but it's cinema. Who cares? It makes for a good movie. You forget your kid, huge hole, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Felony of eighty. Let's just brush that to the side. But yeah, I think overall it's a timeless movie. It's a great movie. Uh, one thing we didn't talk about, um, and we used to have soundtrack sections for mm. for movies like this. I mean, this movie had like a lot of the classic Christmas songs. Yeah, just really good. Totally. Every song you could sing along with, pretty much in this in this movie, and it good was just point. great classic Christmas songs. I, I was thinking we should have even almost brought that back for this one, but I wouldn't um, have mind it. But we won't go too deep into it. But love the movie. I'm going to agree with Nick. I'm going to go three point five. Three point five for the both of you. Three point okay, five, definitely a he- heavy hitter Christmas mu- uh, movie for sure. Yeah, I know, Nick. It's kind of what you're saying. It's how do you place this 
uh, because it is such a unique category that you can't you can't really put it in with like a Pulp Fiction or like some horror yeah, movie. It's or so something. different, it's so different. So I really have to consider that when I when I give a review on something like this. But for a Christmas movie, and I kind of put that in there, that category, it's got a lot of what I reminisce. Like it's so nostalgic for me watching this movie that, and yeah, yeah, it's, it's like the millionth time I've seen it, but it did something different for me when I was 28 than when I was eight, you know? And I think it'll also do something different for me when I'm like 48, you know what I mean? So that's an interesting way to look at it too. That's a great point. It will always be there as a movie in my life for sure. And uh, I, I do I remember watching it just thinking, wow, this still hits hard for me, actually. Um, so I was very mm-hmm. impressed. And then with other Christmas movies, I really can't think of one that like I really I really like as much, to be honest. Um, I mean, there are some really so funny your ones. I, I wouldn't say it's my Christmas favorite. Movie? No, I think Grinch, that's why I picked it last year, might be one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, but this one is definitely up there. I'm really, uh, that's why I uh, advocated it for the collab pick this week. But, but it just in general, this movie is like really, um, I don't know, it just brings me back to my childhood so much that I have to give it a higher review than, um, probably if I had, you know, hadn't grown up with a movie mm-hmm. like this. So with all of that, I will give this movie a four. I'm going to give it a four. Four stars. But nice. before I end my spiel, my pick is next week. Ooh. And I want to leak uh-huh. it for you two. Leak. Ooh, a little little leak. You're dropping some sauce. I'm going to leak it for the audience here too. Next week, we will be doing my pick. And I plan on doing it. It's the movie I watched last night. And I'm still very much happy I'm selecting it. We're going to do it this Wednesday. Um, Jackie Brown. By Quentin Tarantino. Jackie Brown. Nick, Jackie ha- have Brown. you seen it, Nick? I've never even heard of and, it. And Tarantino, I was, I was like on a wormhole, a rabbit hole of watching Tarantino like interviews the other day, and uh, he was raving about Jackie Brown. Yes. He was like, this, this film is like beloved by oh, my man. fans. So good. That will be a great episode. Stay on your heels, everybody, for that next week episode. But yeah, you two will very much Chose. enjoy that movie, I promise. Very good. Hypocritic podcast, hypocritical critics. Do not take us seriously. And throw us five stars in a review. We appreciate that. That's right. We got that uh, Instagram up, hypocritic underscore podcast, if you want to check us out on there. Yeah, we got the Patreon up. We're going to charity with that. So check all that out. Just You can find all that information out pretty much through the Instagram. Nick, we love you. Yeah. You're doing great. Appreciate it, boys. Thanks thanks for letting me drive the uh, or fly the jet this week. Man. I appreciate it. We were happy co-pilots. We'll get that next pick in just before Christmas and then uh, enjoy that holiday. And then enjoy that lunch. Thank you.